0: Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, my friends. How's everybody doing? I'm sure nobody has cabin fever, right? (laughs) You know, I have to say... I'm kind of surprised with myself through all of this because I have always considered myself quite an extrovert and I think it has been very much a mindset. I've had to tell myself that this is an opportunity to spend a whole lot of time with me, with my guides, with my family, and just going deep. So I've I've really handled this pretty well. I'm I'm impressed with myself. And I also have really appreciated everybody that's joined us on our Facebook lives. If you're not in our Facebook groups, we have one for Life After Life. It's a private group, so request membership. There's just a couple of questions. Please answer those. And I will be happy to put you in the group. And it is a great group, I might say. So many people are very helpful giving their perspectives or insights, there's really great conversations. And I so love that because it is not the Majana show. I value greatly everybody's perspectives and ideas and love how those are always presented in a very honoring, respectful way to everyone involved. So thank you for those of you that participate in that. And if you haven't, please join us. We'd love that. There's also a Facebook private group for Subconscious Mind Mastery. So you're welcome to join there as well. Different topics, of course. Sometimes there's some overlap. And when we do lives, we do them on both Facebook groups. And before we dive into today's topic, the last thing I want to throw out to you is an invitation. If you have been considering getting a reading or having a session, I am still doing those. They're on our website, which is www.soulfoodtalks.com. You can go to sessions with Majana is the shortcut or scroll down through the products and see what's available. The big question I get is, which session do I choose? I don't know. So really the way these unfold, and I want to just explain this briefly because I think I do these sessions differently than other people. My guides suggested that I do this. And I will say, since this whole pandemic and so forth has started, the sessions have changed tremendously. I've always loved doing them. They're so much fun and I never know what to expect, but now it is even different. I am so blown away every time about who comes through and what comes through and what information. So it really boils down to, do you want one hour or two hours? One hour is going to talk, your guides will come in and talk to you about what's happening right now in the right now in your life or in the immediate future. And maybe hot spots, they, they just know so well what you want and need to know that typically you don't have to ask. It's just going to come through. But at the end of the session, if we haven't covered any questions that you have, then yes, certainly ask, please. The two-hour session I call the deep dive session. And that is really, really very thorough It seems like it truly takes two hours to accomplish everything we want to. That is talking about your whole life. Now, here's the thing. My sessions are 100% led by guides. I have a specific guide that helps with these, and he will call in your soul team and kind of take them into what I think of as a green room and say, okay, look, this is how she communicates, who's going to talk, and kind of gets it organized that way, and then they come through. I never know who's going to show up. If it's just your guide or guides, angels. Sometimes it's very card-based. I have a specific set of cards that my guide said, use these because it goes straight to the soul lessons. And then we embellish it with some other cards to help it go, uh, help me get more details. But really those cards are like opening a portal and to help us connect. And then there are times... Those cards, you know, I lay them out and then we don't even touch them because information is coming so fast that that just opened up the portal. Sometimes it is a loved one or some loved ones that come through for a minute or two. Sometimes it's the whole period of time and sometimes not at all. So often they come through, but I can't guarantee that your loved ones will come through. I can guarantee your guides are going to be there. They will often answer questions that you have. And I suggest that you think about what you would like to have addressed and either write the questions down or at least hold them in mind. But your guides are amazing at this. Typically, especially with the two hour, because we have time to go deep, by the end of that two hours, everything that you wanted asked is answered. But it's very much a conversation between you and your guides and I just interpret. So it's you can add, you can um, add any details that you would like. You can certainly ask for clarity if they are talking about something and, and you just want a deeper understanding or more specifics, you can absolutely ask for that. So it's very much a conversation and it's very relaxed. Then at the end, if we haven't touched a topic that you want to touch, then yes, please ask. Typically that's all taken care of because they know. And I record the session on video and then a separate MP3 audio and email you a Dropbox link. So that's how those work. It's a matter of how much time you want to spend. There's also a couple's reading, and that can be your significant other or child or whomever. And let me just say, that's an hour and a half. Those, your guides will talk to us about what's going on and what your purpose is with that person. Just know that if that person isn't with you and present during the session, their guides are going to, well, if you were medical, it would be the HIPAA, right? Their guides are going to not disclose information without their permission. So what can happen is your guides will be talking about your lessons in all of this, and and they are just telling me, I'm just translating, and sometimes it's more meaningful for me and helps me translate if you give me an idea of what's going on. But just know that their guides won't be so forthcoming if they're not present. Okay, I just wanted to kind of clarify that because I get quite a few emails asking, so I thought I'd just put it out there for everybody. That is, again, soulfoodtalks.com. All right, today we're going to talk about your personality after you make your transition. These are some great questions, and I, Liz... Thank you. I love this. What she's wondering is when a soul leaves body and crosses over, do you keep your same personality or does that change? So she lost her partner and was wondering what are his priorities? Is he like still the same person and she's his partner and that love is shared or is he like some big um, guru or something now? And the short answer is No, you're still very much in love. He still loves you as much. And yes, you're still partners. And we're going to expand on that here in just a second. And Gemma had another question that feeds into this. So I wanted to acknowledge her before I really dive into this. And her question is similar in that she and her husband have only been married a few years. Prior to that, he was in another marriage, had children, But now they're together, and she's like, we're soulmates. We're almost the same person. We're so much alike, and it's wonderful. I love, love it when that happens. So her question is, what about next time? And I love that she honored that her husband and his first wife had a soul contract to take care of some business, and she gets that, and she's good with it. I love that. And now it's time for some really happiness. That's wonderful. So what happens next time? Will she and her husband be back together? Will they be remarried? And, you know, there's a reality here. And Thomas and I talk about this, too. So we were into, well into life and had a couple of marriages before we met. And we've said, you know what? We've paid our dues. Let's see if we can do this. Not that we would remember. But let's just say next time around, we're going to come in and meet each other early on. Maybe high school, maybe college, whatever, but just know and get to spend all those years together and have our kids together. He's got kids, I have kids, but it would be so great just for us to be together and have all of those formative years and, you know, all of that wedded bliss. We would love that. And that's kind of what I'm hearing here from Gemma as well. Is, Will we get that next time? Is there any way of knowing? So these two questions, I think, are just terrific. And it all boils down to soul contracts, right? So let's find a beginning point because this is a cycle. So let's say we're going to start with a a body, a physical body just died and the soul has left that. So the soul is hanging out, relaxing, learning other things, having great fun, experimenting. And yet those people in their soul pod that are still embodied and are missing them and still loving them, and really grieving are still very much a part of that person's sort of air quotes here life. Certainly a part of their soul pod, even though they're they're still existing but in a different form. So they are still very, very present with you. This is something, gosh, it's so hard to explain it, but the truth is there's no here and there. There just is. We just we just all share space. It's just that When we come into human form, we agree to play by these rules that most of the time we don't see what's happening and we think of it as here and there. And we have developed a term, the veil, to help us have a visual and a word that we can relate to it and a reason why we can't, at free will, see and communicate with the other side as easily or effortlessly as we would like to anytime we want to. Part of that reason is our earth agreement that we came here to have experiences. And if we had that constant connection, that might prevent us from having the depth of some of the experiences and feelings that we want to have. And yet we all, I firmly believe, come in as babies and and small children and have these abilities and memories. They just fade over time. And our culture teaches us that they aren't real anyway. So why do some people have the ability and some don't? Some people make that decision. You actually make the decision before you come into this lifetime as to how much communication you want to be able to get from the other side. And there are some people that I know you know in your life because some of you email me and you're like, oh, this is so frustrating. You know, my significant other or somebody in my family refuses to believe any of this is possible, but I think, you know, it resonates with me. Well, because it's very possible that when you're disincarnate and preparing for this new lifetime, you say, you know, I want to be completely immersed in the human earth experience. And I don't want to remember any of this wonderful, unconditional love and freedom and the whole realm that we have up here because I want to be fully present there And really dig in and experience everything from a different perspective. And then some people come in with very attuned gifts to communicate with the other side. And then there's everything in between, right? But I do think, except those people that just decided they absolutely were not going to, I think everybody else can develop and increase those skills through practice, through techniques, through an understanding but it does take practice 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 those people that just can't because they came down here to be fully immersed are the ones that wouldn't want to anyway and no matter how much you try to talk them into it or twist their arm they're not going to be interested because that's not their path so whoever was in your soul pod you love them very much they've crossed over they're still very much part of your soul pod And a cool thing is when you don't have a body and you're just energy, you can be multiple places at once. You are not confined to time or space. So just a mere thought takes you wherever you want to go. And you're not limited to just hanging around the earth either. There are, there's galaxies, there's the whole universe, and you can go to any of those. And there's life throughout in other forms. Again, whole different topic. There's so many possibilities here. Hang around, and they love you. They're with you often. They feel your pain. They feel your joy. And I can tell you that none of them want you to mourn them or or grieve. There's a process of grief that, of course, you have to go through. But a short little tip here to be able to contact them, to hear them, to feel them, you need to be in a place of love and joy because grief and sorrow are low vibrations and those actually block your ability to hear or feel or connect with that person. So be in a loving space. Think about how much you love them. Think about fun things and laughter. Laughter is high energy. When you're doing those things, it's much easier for them to get messages to you. Little tidbit there. So if your partner crosses over and... Is your partner still your partner? Sure. Yeah, still your, still the same focus and personality. And I say personality in that some of that stuff is released because now they have a bigger perspective. They're not going to hold grudges. Um, you know, maybe when they first cross over and they're still very connected to the density, it might be there. But once they're over for a while, they really shed the density and and get the whole picture. They see the things that we can't see and the reasons that things need to be the way they are. So they do shift in that manner. Can completely relate to you and want to, and they do. All right, they don't suddenly become some out-of-touch guru that's looking down at you like some peon. That connection will always be there. They love you, you love them. You're the soul team. You know, you're, you're in this stuff together for eternity. That's the beauty of it. So when Gemma was asking about, well, what about next time? Do we get our happily ever after? Or more exact, do we get our happily beginning earlier to the ever after? And, you know, you all will make that decision before you come back. As a soul pod, you decide what to do. And I think we kind of do a little bit of all of it. I think we do have lifetimes of helping each other grow and experience things that on the earth we think are not positive experiences that are definitely growth opportunities. But as a soul, it's all love and it's all cool. It's like, can you imagine? I mean, this is why people like to travel, right? To go see new cultures, to experience things you can't experience at home. Well, if you're not in a body, but you can travel the whole galaxy, whole universe just by thinking about it and in a flash you're right there. What can you not do? You cannot experience the physical aspects you can't touch. You don't have the physicality to experience everything that goes with that. You can be loving and positive, but that's who we are and you're connected to source. so they can't they don't experience the other side of it. So they can, they take a vacation, sort of a learning experience to Earth or to some other planet. And have a lifetime with a physical body so that they can experience all this stuff. Joe, one of the new members to our Facebook group, thank you for posting, Joe, was asking kind of exactly that. It's like, hey, if we come from all this beautiful love, why do we come down here and have awful experiences? And that's why. We come with people in our soul pod to help us explore and learn and experience what it is, what to feel, all the negative stuff, as well as the positive. there's the law of polarity when you're disembodied and you're you're in the infinite love and intelligence, that's all there is, and so you have to come here to be able to experience um, anger, disappointment, pain, physical and emotional. Because those don't exist if you don't have a body. If you have a clear vision and you know the purpose for everything, then you it all makes sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> Sometimes in here, in this little box talking to myself, I'm not sure if I'm making sense, if it's coming across or not. So I think the big underlying question here, right, what everybody wants to know is I'm in this lifetime with people that I love dearly. And this is all we know. This is all we remember. And we want to know and trust that this closeness and love will continue. And if anything, get even better. And next time we come into lifetime, either pick up where we left off or start off even better than where we left off. I think all that varies. There's so, so many factors But you get to choose your soul, yourself, your higher self, and your loved one's higher selves design exactly this lifetime and what you want to grow through and how you will help each other do that. And keep in mind, gosh, if we're talking about infinity and you have endless number of lifetimes, there's no hurry, right? You get to experience all of it. And the second part of one of the questions was, you know, I'm assuming there's no jealousy on the other side, kind of question mark, question mark. And that assumption would be correct. There is no jealousy because you have the full picture and it's all about love. However, if we choose to experience jealousy in this lifetime, we can certainly do that. And I think we all do that often, at least more than a couple of times over our lifetime options. But on that side, you understand that, you know, we wanted to incarnate and be high school sweethearts and last forever, and we will. But you know what? This next lifetime, let's go down and go ahead and clean up some other stuff, other karma, before we really get that big payoff of eternal bliss. Who knows? You know, we get to make up the rules because we are our own bosses, and in the soul, the life of the soul. We have complete control and everything goes. So we get to do what we want. The bottom line is it's all about love. It's all about love here if we can get there. And certainly on the other side, that's all there is. Love, love, love when that's your choice, when you choose to be in love and that's from where we came. So if you have any other questions, I so appreciate it. My email is majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. If you are on the website and have any questions, there's a little messaging program on there that you can just reach reach out through the website, soulfoodtalks.com. And please join our Facebook group if you haven't. We like to do lives and we're going to be, we're kind of sporadic. I got to say, there's just a lot going on. So it seems like we get on there and we do lives quite a bit and then we get really busy and can't and then we'll be back. So those are in the air again. I look forward to seeing you all soon. I love doing sessions because then I get to truly see you. We do Zoom and I get to really meet you. I love that. I have the coolest people. Y'all are my tribe and you're the coolest. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let me hear from you. And in the meantime, namaste.